Hey, everybody, on this episode of Box Office Breakdown, the numbers have been crunched, and Ben Affleck takes the top spot in the box office. Plus, we have somebody, a long-lost visitor, has back with us once again. Let's do it. Welcome to Popcorn Talk, featuring movie discussion, news, and interviews. Popcorn Talk. We talk movies. And now, here's Popcorn Talk's Box Office Breakdown. Hey, everybody. Look at that. Welcome to Box Office Breakdown, here where we, every week, we talk about the box office that was, and then... Carrie we Lynn prognosticate! Uh, I yeah. couldn't contain myself. I couldn't. I couldn't. I tried to jump in with the Chivalry <laughs> is dead, okay? <laughs> we have someone who has been gone for a long verbal, time. verbal diarrhea. Right. It just comes it's out. You just it's cut your word. word. It's, it's, word. Word. <laughs> it's okay. I'll let you have that word. Okay. Carrie, do you want just a taste? Go ahead. Prognostic. Yes. <laughs> uh, Quinn? Now with the pressure, I'm like, oh, wait, am I going to say it right <laughs> yeah. now? I know. Like, wait, on. that is how we say it, right? Okay. That's right. Yes, we yeah. prognosticate about the box office to come. So we that saw. That was. Or we're going to prognosticate about well, the one to come. We talk about the one that happened. The prognostication is the yes, future. Yes, I understand now. Okay, yes. sorry. I was like, wait. You're getting okay. into the little definition <laughs> yes. of prognosticate. Yes. <laughs> so I'm one of your hosts, Frank Moran. You can follow me on Twitter at Happy Go Jackie. Hi, guys. I'm Quinn Skillian. You can follow me on Twitter at Quinn Skillian. And I'm Carrie D. Lane. You can find me online at Carrie D. Lane. Or it's just Carrie Lane, but anyway. She's Everybody, back, you call me that, and I missed you guys. Woo! I missed you so much. Woo-woo. I did. And I'm DJ Richie Scott, and you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at DJ Richie Scott. What happened to the stalking? Can, That's right. Can, and oh, stalk you. Oh, oh yeah. dang. Can we have the Sorry. chat a That's little bit? That's right. Bigger. Yeah, so if you want to stalk us there, uh, why don't you like us on Facebook? Yes. Give us those five stars on iTunes. Subscribe to the YouTube Thumbs channel. Up. And as always... Hop on the chat. We loved having mm-hmm. you guys uh, interacting with us, being the, the fifth member of our panel. That's right. You're the fourth. Uh, usually, you'd be the fourth member, but that's only because Perfect. Carrie Lane has been gone for a while. Ladies and gentlemen, Carrie Thank Lane you. is back with us. She's been away, as I've said for the past few weeks, filming a movie. Yeah, Carrie a horror Lane. movie. Yes. How was it? It was awesome. Give us a little brief rundown. What was oh. the experience like? It's exhausting. So I was the assistant director, which means you do a little bit of everything. Mm-hmm. Of, and and that easiest way to describe it is like you're a sheepdog. In terms of you have to herd everyone, you have to wrangle the loose stray ones, and uh, you got to bite at those heels to keep people moving. Because your job is schedule, keeping things going. Because um, time is money, baby. Oh, it is. Yeah. And uh, it was two weeks, uh, long, long days, like 10 to 10, 11 to 11, 12 to 12, mm-hmm. plus extra time after because you're like, wait, we didn't get the shot, got moved the next day. Uh, we filmed at two haunted hotels. I didn't see was anything. Was one of them the one downtown where they did American Horror Story? You know, I started watching that episode right after we filmed, and I couldn't not watch it without a filming perspective. I'm like, oh, that's a really nice shot. I like how they changed their <laughs> lens there. And then where is this hotel? Uh, You're never going to watch no, it again. Um, no, I, I still like it. But, yeah, it's hard to detach. Uh, no, we filmed at the Normandy and the Hayward. Cool. The Hayward is, like, downtown, downtown, mm-hmm. and Normandy's a little more K-town. So two places to never go to. Yes. <laughs> but yeah. did, you, did you feel any presence? I didn't, but a lot of other people did. Really? When we, they did scouting at the Hayward. Like, we filmed in the, like, sub-basement. Like, you went... I will tell you this. When we went to the scouting, I got to go on the scouting, and... Um, the security guard let us in to the basement area, and he's like, all right, bye, peace out. Like, he wasn't going to hang out. He didn't want to stay. And I was like, wait, you're going to let us roam around, or you're not going to, like, make sure we don't, you know, break anything? You guys should have stolen No, he was stuff. like, no. So it's, like, this main level basement, and then another basement. There's weird mannequins there for no reason, and you're like, why are these here? And then there's, like, down the, like, down some steps, and other people who went at other days, they were like, no, there's something there. And I was like... Nope, didn't bother me. It was so cool. I must say, it was like, it's just like, it's a beautiful, 
because it's so like creepy location. Mm-hmm. It's like perfect. I'd have been the one being like, nope, nope. Yeah. Oh, I'm calling my agent. When, when people came, I'm like, have you been did to the it, basement yet? Come on, we can go in the Did it feel differently with the film crew there? Like, did you think, like, that took away from, like, the... I was in so much go mode, I couldn't really think about it too much. But if you were the only one there, there were times like that where you maybe were like... That's our next box office bet. <laughs> <laughs> you have to go sleep in the basement. Wouldn't do that. And then I was going to say, may as well shout out. Yeah, the movie's called Followed. Followed. That's right. It's on IMDb right now listed. And then ah. I, don't, I don't have any... Any we similarity? literally just finished. Yeah. So any I don't similarity know to It Follows? Uh, no. Which is a great movie, by the way. I actually never saw that. I don't think so. You well, need to check that one out. It Follows? It Follows. I know that one. I don't Check think I've out. seen it yet. So, Carrie, was this your yeah. first time being in uh, first AD? And no, what? I've been. Uh, this is my first feature, but okay. I've done AD on uh, short films and music videos. So, this is my first feature and feature length, you know, like mm-hmm. full on. And uh, it, I had I have many compliments of someone's like, "Oh no, I think it'd be your fifth. And I was like, "Yeah, nice." All okay, right. I don't come off as an amateur. That yes. is the best feeling in the world oh when you are like tricking people into thinking that you have more experience than you have is an amazing feat. Because it's it's just more elaborate than the small one. And then just so you guys know, if you don't know anything about assistant directors, generally they can be the biggest a-holes. Not all of them, but a lot of them. Because they just have so much stress on them and so much pressure that they can just like have this really angsty like uh energy so then my goal is like keep things fun but we got to keep it moving a lot of people yeah. registered that so i was like okay good there that's you my go. goal i want like i want to have fun i'll make total sexual innuendo jokes and like mess <laughs> with you guys but okay we got to get going guys it's like focus move yeah light-hearted but firm exactly yeah yeah the way it should be so can you give us just the uh, the log line of the movie i, I was no? like i wanted to look on imdb and make sure i'm like hold on because i'm all uh yeah because well it's one of those i'm like i'm curious of what they said uh i will tell you i like the idea i'm literally looking this up right now guys because i'm like i don't want oh there is another movie called followed but completely different uh is that like about twitter it's all about stalking richie sky no uh (laughs) sort of here we go guys i just want to read the imdb one because i don't want to give out too much uh but depicted as a string of online vlog posts being navigated by an unseen observer followed is about an irreverent i was like what a vlogger of the macabre who takes his show and crew of three friends to a famous hotel rumored to be haunted by its evil past Based on, in part, on historical occurrences at the actual Cecil Hotel in downtown Los Angeles, Mike and his crew encounter an evil entity that resides in the hotel that may or may not be what it seems. Mm. So, so do people actually stay in this hotel? Yeah, both of them. The Cecil is the one from The American Cecil Horror is the one, story. and a, a couple of actor, our actors actually went there. <gasps> and we went on a ghost tour to prep for like as a thing together. Actually, I would do that. Which was that. super fun. I would so do that. During you would the do day. What? Thank you guys. I went, I went on a ghost tour when I was in New Orleans too. Like I swear to god, I will I think it's really really interesting and I actually love it. I just like it daytime with friends. Yes. Not alone. And uh, thanks for being in the chat room. Thank you so much, guys. Oh, it's Carrie with K A R I, but autocorrect or something. Oh, thanks for the support. And uh, yeah, no, I, I would totally recommend it. From what I've seen, the actors did an amazing job. And we've talked about horror movies a lot on this show. And I like that the idea is it's a, a YouTuber telling the story. Uh huh. So um, that's a fun it's take told on that it for way. sure. Yeah, because there was, you know. Um, is the guy that did Chocolate Rain? Is that the guy? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, the other day. one. Uh, <laughs> Unfriended, so like that one is you know a different form of social media. Mm-hmm. So this mm-hmm. one, I really like that it was something we can all relate to. We all know uh, YouTube and stuff like that. So the idea of following and 
you guys, uh, I'll link it on Twitter, but we have some videos of our character making like real vlogs and they look cool. I'm like, I would watch this show. Oh, so for like, awesome. yeah. like, okay, cool. I cannot yeah. wait. Yeah, so guys, follow me on Twitter and I'll link them and we'll post it. And before we get going, we always like to give a little shout out to Sky, <laughs> who says, Ricky has a super cute caramel bar. <laughs> Look at that. <laughs> you have a not so secret admirer. Thanks, Aww, Sky. Oh, thanks. Welcome back. Oh, sure. Close Thank enough. you. Close enough. <laughs> All right, so let's yeah. just jump into the box office here. Uh, we'll see how yes. uh, how sharp Carrie's. Bu- I know, guys. I'm a little out of the loop. Yes. So. <laughs> oh, somebody. But I saw a movie, movie though. Oh, what is right? Yes, I saw Miss Miss um, Peregrine. Peregrine. I want to call her Pettigrew because I'm like, no, that's the other movie. Yeah, Miss Peregrine. Oh, nice. Well, but we'll, we'll get, talk about. Yeah, when we get we'll get to that. We'll hear Carrie's yeah. little review there. Uh, we start off number one though. Ben Affleck and the Accountant from Warner Brothers, twenty four point seven million. I wanted to see. Did I wanted to see this movie. I did not see it yet. No, that was my other one. Yeah. I've only I've heard good things, so it just still seems so. He seemed like the, I don't know, I guess I gotta see what it. What have you heard? I know, I've, I've heard that. What do you mean by good thing? What are your thoughts? What, what are you judging right now? What am I judging? I just see the trailer <laughs> and I just see like his affectations as this, uh, somewhere on the spectrum. Can we yeah. just talk about, in, in like the, in the grand scheme of like jobs people have on this earth, one of the most boring I could possibly think of would be accounting. Yeah. So to have an entire movie based on like a job that people don't really want to do. Yeah, but that's not He's it. More I than think that's the drama. But here's the thing. I think that's the, the irony mm-hmm. of this whole situation. I under I understand. I totally do. Just holy shit, do I not want to see this movie? <laughs> uh, Alvin in the chat said uh, saw the movie. So what what do you think of the accountant? How was it, Alvin? Even though I love, um, oh my gosh, now I can't think of his name. Ben Affleck. Ben Affleck. Yeah, of course I love Ben Affleck. I do love him. I just I I mean I. I'm going to say it but right now. But it's a Hitman movie, though, too. I'm shocked that you it. don't want to see it. Nope, I'm going to, no. I'll let you know. I want to see it. I just didn't get to it yet. Okay. Well, somebody go see I, it and let what, us know. I, I <laughs> sympathize. <laughs> hey, guys, I totally understand <laughs> where, like where Richie's coming too. from, not seeing stuff. Because, yeah, when you're filming or when you're working, I'm like, there's no time. There's, there's no, no time. Absolutely none. Yeah. Life oh, just uh, passes you by. Accountant oh. deserves it. It's proper crazy. Proper crazy? Okay. Uh, I enjoyed it. If you like Ben Affleck, you should watch it. Okay, yeah. All yeah. Right. That's probably right. a good movie. Enough? Maybe yeah. we're just judgy. You know what? Yeah. I think maybe I haven't heard enough about it, so maybe I just got to wait and see. If people are really, really hyping up this movie, then I'd be like, oh, shit, I got to go see this movie, but that's yeah. not happening as of yet. Oh, there okay, you go. Okay. Well, just be a taste follower instead of a taste maker, Quinn. Okay. Coming in number two, the girl on the train uh, from Universal Twelve Point Two. I saw this movie. Oh, okay. You're so excited. Yeah. I actually really enjoyed it. Okay. I mean, there were parts and points in time where I felt like, okay, we could speed this train up a little bit, but Mm -hmm. you know, for the most part, I enjoyed it. Okay. Now, Stephen and uh, and Quinn last week kind of get like mixed. Kind of a mixed. What did you think about um, Justin Thoreau? I mean, I felt like like I'm going to give that away if people haven't seen it. But um, I felt like he was the same guy in Charlie's Angels. Okay. Oh. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Not really, but like (laughs) the character. There wasn't Mm -hmm. much of a difference when you really got down to it. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I think that was the point. I think it's kind of a little bit almost like the Midsummer Night's Dream thing where all four leads are interchangeable in their personality and they're all very similar looking. So I understand that that's kind of like where that's coming from. But I just think think he's really goofy. 
I'm not as adamant as you were against the accountant on this, like, for this, but I have, I had no real interest in Girl on the Train. I'm like, man. But I will say, Emily Blunt, she nailed it. She brought it I do it like her. That's the only reason she I might really go And I thought it was a really tough, really tough thing that she did really, really well, okay. especially when, I mean, like, we can say it, she drinks in the movie, and you sometimes watch people act drunk, and it's not like what being drunk looks like and she oh, just really okay. really <laughs> did it with a lot of grace and a lot of and it, I don't know every time I, t- I, think I saw it, her I think taking a, a sip of, of that, that that cup I was just like girl that's too much but that when I read the book and when you're reading the book you really are just like she drinking a whole lot stop then, yeah. drinking <laughs> See, I but mean, that's what being, being an alcoholic is it's like you're on the outside you're just like why are you still drinking <laughs> Mm. And that's and I think that was done really really well. <laughs> so you read the you book have to then? See her I did. It. Okay. You just have to see it. Yeah. Well, <laughs> that made totally random, but, but I, I did think it was awesome. I thought it was an awesome movie. Yeah. I mean, I didn't go into the movie trying to figure out what was going to happen or how it all happened. Mm-hmm. I was just following her journey. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's a good way to watch. But it my friend show. was like, "Oh no, I knew who. I knew what happened at the end." I was like, "Well, why do you do that? Mm-hmm. Why can't we just yeah. watch a movie and be in it?" Back to uh, accountant. Uh, like someone says Jack Reacher too. Yes, yeah. I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, I can't. I know. And I John Wick too. Mm. I'm excited Comparing for that one. To John Wick. Okay. Uh, coming in at number three, we've got Kevin Hart. What now? Eleven point seven million. Oh my god! I saw this million. movie. It was phenomenal. Did you okay. see it? I'm lying. Okay. I'm Please. So uh, <laughs> I was about to be like, wait, dish. Because what? I'd be like, really? For real? No. I no. Nope, okay. Sorry, Mr. Nope. Pete. Congrats, Kevin. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I guess. So it's you know, just like his stand up, yeah? Yeah, with some kind of like uh, interstitials kind of uh, throughout it, kind of like some well, set pieces. Why don't you stuff. just watch it as like a Netflix special? <gasps> that's what know. we were saying, like yeah. HBO yeah. or Netflix, that's kind that's of where these things are. That's kind of where really I feel thriving. like that should have been. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I, I mean, coming in at number uh, what? Where we at? Two or three? Coming three. in at number three. Hey, then go ahead. That's Open not bad. It. Not a bad. Open a bad up thing. then. I mean, if you're going to be able to pull those kind I, of numbers, might as well put it in theaters. I guess. I guess that it was going to yeah, be number two. Yeah, it's a stand-up two, special. So. it's interesting just to put that in theaters though, compared to just like there's tons of comedy specials you know, on like yeah, Netflix you know or HBO. More, it's yeah, yeah. But the thing but is, he's Kevin more, Hart is hot right now. That's what I was saying. It almost feels like more, and then put it on Netflix and then put it on HBO. It almost feels like more of a never say never. Say Never or the One Direction or the Katy Perry oh. where they come out with these like huge because because yep. I think that Kevin Hart is that famous yep. whereas like you know when you're going to get these more kind of niche comedians who are coming sure. out like Bo Burnham or yeah. you know uh, Bill Burr all these people who are doing these, their Netflix specials I think he really is famous enough to pull oh, the Never Say Never and, well, like, and the Katy Perry 000. and so that's I mean, why 11, I think 000, sorry. I and think you know it didn't take yeah. 11,000, 11 million to make yeah, this no, movie. No, so, I mean, it, it, make, it makes more it sense that he was going to be able to mm-hmm. pull off, uh, you know, a theater release. What do you think, uh, mm-hmm. everybody in there in the chat, would you want to see uh, Richie Sky do, a, do a, like a stand-up or a concert Let film? me develop mine, because yeah. it's coming. If Kevin Hart can do it, so can I. <laughs> uh-huh. uh, number three, uh, number four, uh, Miss Peregrine's Home for Peculiar Children. $8.9 million. And Carrie, you saw this. I did. I liked it a lot. Um, I didn't love it. Uh, I was talking uh, with our voice in the sky. What that, kept you from um, loving it? The pacing was a little slow. Right. I was very interested in the story and the world, so I didn't mind the world building, yeah. but I just felt the pacing was strangely slow. Like I'm like, okay, get to the action a little faster yeah. Yeah. or give me more. And then there's a a thing that like it took forever to reveal, and I'm glad they finally did because if they didn't do it, I would have been like, okay, I need to know. But they give they get there's one thing that you're like, all right, good, I want to know that thing. 
Um, I don't want to give that away. What did you think about Samuel Jackson? He was cool. Okay, a weird one, and I didn't look into this that much because I didn't really care before I saw it, and I don't know if you guys heard about it, but because everybody has to get offended about everything, there was some talk about, before this movie came out, there's not enough ethnic variety. We talked about that, that it was a little whitewashed, and that Tim Burton had said some things that we did not like so much. Okay, I didn't see those, but then I heard he did fight to get Samuel L. Jackson in it. As the villain. Yeah. Which is problematic. Yeah, but then again, it's... In a very specific small place in England where there probably isn't that much ethnic variety. So I didn't, and it's in 1942. So there's probably not that But there's no variety. reason why any of these children needed to be one thing or another. It's Miss Peregrine's home for whatever. They're peculiar. They could be anything. They do mention there's other places. So then if they went to those other places and you saw other kids from other mm-hmm. ethnicities, then that'd be fine. But, um,. But even when I saw the trailers for it, I thought the trailers were very slow to build as well. So I feel like that just went along with the movie. And then, I don't know, it's just one of those, like, they're all weird anyways. Oh, okay. And then technically, two of them, they don't necessarily, the twins, you don't have an ethnicity. So, whatever. Uh, It's cool. I don't know if that's fair to say they're weird. They're peculiar. Uh I didn't love, I didn't (laughs) like Samuel Jackson. I didn't like his performance. Okay. Really left something to be desired for me. He really just, like, I said this when we were talking about it. Last week of the week. You thought it was too before. much of a phone-in or It something? was a little bit more like a Kingsman performance where it was really, really, or Kingsman or whatever that movie was called. No, I didn't it, like his lisp in Kingsman. Where but. it was really hawky and it just felt like he was in a different movie than everybody else. Uh, the stakes that the kids had were so high and his stakes were so low, which I understand comes with like the villain qualities of him. I just really thought that he pulled me out of the world. Personally, I could see just that, personally. but I enjoyed it. Something weird though, too. I thought the late lead boy, something about the way he talked or his voice was a little weird. He was the one from that one movie with the clocks in the train station. Oh, uh, Martin Scorsese. That's Martin Scorsese. Yeah, the film. Scorsese. Movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I liked him. Don't get me wrong. I didn't dislike him. Just something about the his the cadence and like just the to- how his voice sounded was a mm-hmm. little weird to me. Mm-hmm. But I liked him and I liked all the kids and. It's cool, but net, it's like more of a four star. Like it's really cool, but it's not like oh my gosh, I gotta go buy it. Netflix, okay. eh, maybe. All right, uh, and then it's run- not like so action that you need it. You know, <laughs> Hugh, yeah, Hugo. Uh, oh, Hugo, Hugo. Hugo. Yes, thanks, yes. Alvin. Okay. Yes. Uh, oh, it's a hard book to adapt. Uh, uh, yeah, this is also one I'd really want to. I would want to read it. My friend really liked the book and. I'll let you know how the book is, guys. I'll go read the book. I sat. I told them I sat next to a little girl who had read the book when yeah. I was sitting in the theater, and the entire movie she was like, "Oh, they changed that. That's different. That's not how it was in the book." And I was like, "Girl, <laughs> I'm about to smack that popcorn." Oh, right well, I don't say hands. it out loud. I am that person, though. But I'll be like, mm. "But it's better." The previews to- for during oh, he this was movie an were game excellent, too. though. Yeah, I like the previews enough that I'm like, "This is cool." <laughs> but it's one of those things. Oh yeah, Ender's Game. Yeah, that too. Uh... Needed to see right. Ouija too looks like another not needed. See- okay, well wait, I was thinking that Ouija is not necessarily a sequel because it's actually more of a prequel. It is. It's the origin of evil. Okay, because I'm more interested uh-huh. because it's an origin, not a sequel. Gotcha. I wasn't interested at all in the first one. I'm like meh, but I'm like ooh, is, the Midi- origin. I'm curious. Yeah. So yeah, Mediashack, Ouija uh, is opening up. In so, fact, it's opening up this coming weekend here ahead, in the U.S. But we're uh, running <laughs> our top oh. five before we jump into next week. Uh, <laughs> Back to the racing. Samuel Jackson was probably one of the first black people featured in a, in a Tim Burton film. Oh, that made me chuckle. And that's depressing. <laughs> Our last film in the top five is Deep Water Horizon from Lionsgate. 6.4 million. I mean, honestly, watch this movie go. Like, I really didn't, I did not think it was going to be 
in the top five for this long. Who's so. It's based on a true yeah. story. It's a survivor story. It's America kind of. Song. I think it has more to do with the other movies that have been coming out lately. But yeah. I'm, I'm 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 happy for Mark Wahlberg and yeah. for Kate Hudson. But is anyone going to see it? No. Okay. I, I maybe it, I think it'd have to come to me at home. And then turn on the we TV. We can't even get to the weird devil wears yeah. Potter. It has to knock on the door you. and it come to you. That's right. It's like, do you mind if I hop on your TV screen, please, just for a little bit? And you'll go, all right. Oh, okay. Yeah, no. Listen, he yeah. can't even watch Devil Wears Prada. And it's mm-hmm. been three weeks. I know, man. Mm-hmm. The time, there's three weeks. There's so much time. I can't. I can't live mm-hmm. in the past, Richie. I've got to embrace the future. Mm-hmm. I, you guys, there has been so many movies that I go, okay, is that one I got to see? And you guys, yeah, really give that one a go. And then I go home later. I go. What was that movie I was supposed to watch? And I can't oh, remember. Nah. <laughs> so we need to tweet at her and be I, like, No, I need yeah. to write a list down while we're yep. here. While yes. you're watching seasons upon seasons of, mm-hmm. of, of Pretty, Little Pretty Little Liars, Liars. baby. Got a secret. Mm. Can you keep it? <laughs> now, last week's box office bet was about the film Max Steel. I know everybody's been excited about this. I mean, fans have been raving about this. There's a lot of buzz happening around this movie. Uh, it was sure to just what? topple the box office. <laughs> No, it made that two point one million dollars. Oh my god! Who's Oof. gonna go see that? Uh, well, after our box office bet, Quinn made the big. Uh, I think she did with sixteen. Uh, I said twelve. Twelve, twelve. Uh, yes, yeah, so twelve million dollars. Only there. ten off. Which I think Media Shock agreed <laughs> with me on. There was a couple people who were up there. Are with you, me. Media oh. Shock has to see right, it too. I don't mean to call you out, Media Shock, but I'm just saying it wasn't like I was the only one who said it was gonna make that much. Quinn, right now, are you calling up uh, Media Shock? Does he need to see this movie now? In solidarity, I think um, you should. Yeah. Oh, all right. Our media shack. It's a date, baby. Notice. We're gonna yeah. see it the same, <laughs> the same time, just in different places. But no, I do have a friend who was like, "I really want to go see this movie," and I was like, "I have to go see it." So we're just gonna go. It'll just be probably just us two in the theater, and we're gonna have a blast. Well, all right. Sounds good. Uh, so uh, that was the box office for domestic for this mm-hmm. week. But we're going to talk a little bit about the international numbers. What's cool, though, is that uh, Sony, the new Tom Hanks, uh, mm-hmm. Dan Brown adaptation of his work, Inferno, directed by Ron Howard. I can't wait for that. Released internationally I'm a couple weeks ahead it. of its domestic so release. Mm-hmm. So it's already got $50 million offshore from this frame, leading to an international and worldwide box office two weeks ahead of its domestic bow. Uh, the Da Vinci Code and Angel and Demon follow-up comes seven years after the latter film and a week before Tom Cruise is Jack Reacher and Never Go Back hits offshore uh, box offices beginning on Wednesday. Also, this frame, uh, Bridget Jones' Baby crossed $50 million Your favorite in movie. the UK. Oh, that was, oh, man. All right. Great. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and it's become Working Title's biggest film ever <laughs> in the Netherlands. Look at that. What uh, a feather in their cap. The Netherlands. Yes, we got that down. Breaking mm-hmm. a record held by Notting Hill for 17 years. <laughs> Notting Hill wow. is so good. Man. And Notting Hill is a fun movie, but who would have thought for 17 years it would hold a record? I, I would have thought that. Are you kidding? Re- no, you wouldn't have. Whoopsie daisy. <laughs> not I. I would not, as much as that's an enjoyable film, I would not think it would be that, hold it like an iron head, right, iron yeah, yeah. lock on the top of the box office for oh, 17 God, years. <laughs> and uh, in staggered release, uh, Warner Brothers opened up uh, the accountant in 10 international markets this weekend. Uh, they're mostly in Asia, and the Ben Affleck star uh, ended up getting $2.8 million on 1,190 screens. And Miss Peregrine's Home for Peculiar Children welcomed another $23.5 million from 72 markets in its third week. The Fox film from Tim Burton has now an international box office total of 130.9 million. Not bad, not bad. No, and my buddy, my my favorite movie, Storks. 
I enjoyed that oh. movie. I uh, uh, got another More ten point six million. Yeah, he has uh, a tattoo to prove it. For, which I love this from approximately seventy three hundred screens in fifty eight international markets. Man, that seems like a lot of screens. Uh, so far, it's got seventy one point six million dollars overseas. So there you go. There you go. Now, Did you see my interview with the kid who was the voice of the son in it? I didn't want any spoilers, so I couldn't. Oh, I couldn't okay. watch it. He didn't do spoilers, mm-hmm. but now you got to go too, watch it. I'm too sensitive. I couldn't do it. <laughs> <laughs> well, now you can do it now if you saw it already. So, uh, they just voiced that. No, that's cool. I'll go check yeah. that out. Because did you see, did you see it as well? No, I didn't get to see it yet. But uh, I was like, now I feel bad that I can't remember. Yeah, it's Anton Starkman, and uh, he's um, the voice of the son. Oh, cool. It's a family that's going to get a baby. Oh, nice. Uh, all by himself, or did he get to do stuff with uh, uh, he was Jennifer by himself. Aniston and... But at the red carpet, he got a he had a lot of cute pictures. I follow him on Twitter, and he has oh, a lot cool. of cute pictures with them. I'm like, oh, he's really nice, really nice kid. Or have we been talking about this movie for like the past ten weeks? Storks. I feel like it's just been out for like the longest time. <laughs> Richie, there's never going to be another time doing box office breakdown where mm. we don't talk about storks. <sighs> it's just it's just part of the fabric of this show from now on. And I'll mm-hmm. and, and during storks the intros and outros of the show, I'll, I'll you give know, a shout is out storks, storks the new Warcraft? <laughs> <laughs> no, okay. <laughs> no, no, okay. It is. It really is. <laughs> Except will... that we already had someone who saw it. And Wink. didn't pretend to see it for four weeks. Well, I didn't pretend. I just flat out didn't see it. <laughs> but when I did see it, mm-hmm. <laughs> ogres. Boy, did he. That, that was ogres. All of you say ogres. That was it. Mm. That's how his feelings about the Wait, ogres. when did you see it? Last couple weeks? Uh, no, I saw oh. it like... okay. I didn't see Storks. No. Let's be clear. Yeah, yeah. I didn't see that. Well, I you, did see Warcraft, oh, but it was much later. Okay, yeah, that's yeah. what I thought. I was going to say, too, uh, when uh, Kubo came out, there's a lot of really good kids' movies coming out soon, so I'm excited because um, Stork's trailer looked better when I saw more trailers for it, so I was more interested. Even Trolls looks really cute, and uh, I'm really excited for Monster Trucks. Have you guys seen the trailer for that? Yeah, we'll see. No, come one. on! <laughs> Have you seen the trailer? Yeah, I've It's seen actual it. monsters in the trailer. Yeah. Oh, I'm like man. that. So cool. I'm in. I'm it's in. It's cool. Sky, I, Sky says, word of advice to film studios, lower the budgets, make more original content, make, mm-hmm. make more quality films, take your time. It's <laughs> yeah. okay. Starcraft. We talked a lot about this yesterday, or last week. Starcraft. About, about how we kind of feel about, you know, these studios rushing to get things out. Yeah. yeah. It just, you know, like, I think we have, like, you know, we look back on, like, I don't know, like, The Godfather. Like, think about these movies that took, like, so, so long, and they're these wonderful works of art. And I just feel like we've kind of, I, I mean, I do sometimes wish that we could give ourselves the leniency to go back to that time and really take some time and... Sure. You know, but I guess we're doing that with TV. Nope, not interested. Yes. If you give TV me a date, I want and, it. and, like, original um, online content. Yeah, exactly. So maybe we're just mm-hmm. finding different ways to, for that creative yeah. outlet. It's it's tough to completely say Aww. it's only they need more time because sometimes it's yeah. that that lack of time that forces people just to really operate quickly and efficiently within those kind of like true. structured parameters that can end up resulting in a good movie. Not always the case, no, and yeah. not always the case that if you have the, all the time in the world that you're going to get a great film either. I will admit, some of our days of filming, we had a couple of those uh, yeah. times where we had to rush, but in a way, it added to our filming because we're like, we have 30 minutes to finish the scene, we have to leave. And then it gave that, like, go, go, go energy to the scene, which mm-hmm. helped our actors. But. Which fits when you're filming a horror movie. It does. <laughs> you're like, okay, we got to go. We have to be, uh, be out of here. Oh, and at the it. same time, with times changing, like, people don't want to sit through a three-hour movie like The Godfather anymore. Oh, yeah, not anymore. No way. No, people no, are like, no. what about no. Titanic? I'd watch that no. a million times. No, like, 
People's attention span nowadays totally is like two hours. All right, maybe. real quick. I do. I, 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 ninety minutes for you. Except that I, but I watched two days worth of Pretty Little Liars, and I watched an entire season of Pretty Little Liars in two days. Yeah, so. and then people binge watch TV shows like <laughs> over a weekend and watch a ton of them. So, eh. I mean, uh, when I'm, are they doing these things? How does that? What's happen? your ideal time for running time for a film? Oh, I don't care. I watch Bollywood movies, and those are like three hours, man. So, so for you, it doesn't matter. Doesn't Long matter. short doesn't. As long it. as it's cool. Okay. I don't care. Richie Scott, hard and fast. You you prefer 90 a ninety minute sweet spot? Ninety minutes in and out. Uh, all right. Popcorn gone. But if it, uh, you see something like you know, Captain America: Winter Soldier or Civil War, two hours, a little over. Okay. I'll make an exception. I'll make an exception. <laughs> like, I, it's a superhero movie. I can take that. It goes right. movie. Yes. It goes How movie by movie. How long does a movie feel? Quentin? I remember. Yeah, yeah, no, it goes movie by movie. Obviously, if it's comedy, I don't want. I don't want. Yeah. I don't oh. want a funny people or whatever mm-hmm. that was. Uh, that was so long. Like no, if it's a comedy, give me ninety minutes. If it's something that's longer, that's something that's gonna really. You know, keep you hanging out. I mean, give me a three-hour movie for sure. I don't care. I forget how long it actually is, but uh, when um, Inside Man came out, that was like a two-hour something. It went by like that Mm -hmm. because it was so engaging. You're just like, oh, my gosh, what happens next? So I agree with that. It's how does it feel? Does it feel long? Because there's plenty of long movies that can feel really short. Plenty of short movies that can feel long. really long. You're like, that was only an hour, but I felt like I was in there for like five, you know. It just depends on their pacing. The worst is when you're sitting in the movie theater and you're starting to think about like what you're going to eat for dinner. Yes, and you're like, oh, I'm detached. Your phone and what you're going to do. That sucks. I hate that. What about you, Frank? (laughs) Uh, For me, I I always feel like that two-hour mark is like kind of nice. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Two. I always always like that. seems to me... that, right, that, that, that's a good spot for that. Mm-hmm. But there, there are those movies Titanic that I'm really excited about. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm down to 94 hours. And it, yeah. and it, oh man, I watched that movie a lot. I watched that movie a bunch of times. The too. other day, I literally heard my neighbors playing it, and so I watched it. Did you go down there with them? <laughs> no, I turned it on my own TV because I was like, you're right, that sounds like something fun to watch. So ah. I turned it on. <laughs> I haven't watched it since it came out, but I know when it came out, I saw it like four times. You haven't watched it since it came out? Probably not. Oh my gosh, I watch it like eight times a year. What? Oh Avatar, my god. Avatar wow. was 245 minutes. Eight times? Well, hold on, hold on. Wait. Eight no. times a year you um, watch? You know, I probably watch it all in all four times a year, but I watch the first half, and then, like, I'll watch the second half. Like, not because I don't want to watch, but just because, you know, life gets in the way and stuff. But I probably watch it four times oh, a year. Oh, life. Wow. Four no. times. And yeah. this is that you, something that you own and you put in, or you just, when you <laughs> see it across TV, you watch it? Well, I don't have cable, so if I want to watch something, I have to search for it. Mm, okay. Got, all right. Four times a year. Look at that. For sure four times a year, yeah. Easy, an easy four times a year. Mm, all right. Mm, yeah. Okay. Next. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, people are talking about a- Avatar and Watchmen. I liked both of those, and those were longer ones. Oh, my God. But Watch- you're Watchmen in the world. Watchmen felt like it was going to yeah. last forever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, yeah, it did. But I didn't think Avatar felt like it was that long. No. Media Shock, hour and a half long, and I'll usually skip it. So if it's only 90 mm-hmm. minutes, Media Shock is what? It's not, it's not good for you, Media Shock? Mm. Only 90 minutes. What happened to Quickies? But, but well, it depends. Like also, when you're at home, like, what time do you have? Like, speaking of TV shows, like, normally at night, if I don't have a lot of time, I don't want to watch a whole movie. I can watch a 30-minute episode or an hour episode and be done. But then again, once you've watched one episode of something, you're like, you're in. I can do another one. We can do one more. Yeah. One more. But yeah, and you'll binge watch. I've binge watched for hours. What, what, is, what is the thought process when you're watching something at night that goes into, am I about to watch some TV or am I about to watch a movie? Uh, I can do a one-off on a show. Do I plan to go to sleep? Yeah. If it's, a t- if, it's, if it's a movie, you'll go to sleep. I'm going to sleep. Yep. Yeah, I gotcha. Yep. Shows are easier because you can watch the one and stop. Like, you can't have that 
it's hard, but you can't have that self-discipline and be like, all right, I can just gonna do one. Does it have anything to do with like, oh man, it's Sunday and a new episode of Westworld came out and I have to watch that? Or um, you don't mind waiting a couple days? Only new days shows I watch are here. What do you mean? I, I don't watch anything live besides here. Yeah, I've oh. kind of stopped So it has live. to be Netflix. I can't watch. Well, I don't have anything live, so I would be binge watching anyways. Gotcha, gotcha. So, yeah, guys, I don't have cable either, so only live shows I watch are here. Too. Yeah. I think Game don't of Thrones it. at yeah. this point is the only show that I rush to watch the second because it's going to, because, you know, Twitter and whatever else right. is going to get spoiled. Yeah. All right, so we'll okay. uh, been looking at that. We're talking about all this. Media Shack's got the four-hour version of Watchmen. You're a brave man, Media Shack. Oh, my God, oh, wow. why? Uh, now, we've got some upcoming films. Dude, no about. wonder you saw Max Steel. You're crazy. <laughs> well, you, Quinn, will be seeing that together, <laughs> yes. Uh, we did talk about our box office bet. We'll be doing our next box office bet at the end of the episode. Uh, we'll be betting on one of these four films. Either Boo, A Medea Halloween, yeah. Jack Reacher, Never Go Back, mm. Keeping Up With The Joneses, or Ouija, Origin of Evil. So start thinking about which one you want us to start uh, doing our box office bet on, I'll call for votes in just a moment. But before we do that, we do a little top five inspired by one of the actors in one of these films from the upcoming box office weekend. And I decided to go with John Hamm, uh, mainly because, like Tom Cruise, if you look at his top five, like the first four are all Mission Impossible movies. And you're like, okay, that's great. So, Zach, yeah, or Zach Galifianakis, his top three were his top three hangover, hangover movies. So, we're like, well. all right. Yeah. So, John Hamm gave us the most wide variety of things to talk okay. about. What and, a weird, uh, what a weird movie career he's had, by the way. Yeah, yes. you know, I mean, John Hamm, great, you know, is, is so, uh, so much uh, success and acclaim in television, but hasn't really stuck it in film. But no. he's been, so, he, we, on TV, we know him so well in Mad Men as John Draper, Arr. and he's just like this serious kind of like tough asshole. And then all of his movie roles have been kind of like goobers. Well, but then he also did so well in Saturday Night Live, and then he started doing bits on Thirty Rock, and uh-huh. so he became get that little niche of being a really mm-hmm. funny yeah. guy as well too. Because he's like this handsome, like silly thing. It's a weird little amalgam of yeah. a person. But I guess he's just never found that role to let him translate all of that to uh, a Some film. Some people are. Just television or just movies? Because there's fun, there's been movie actors that try to do TV and it doesn't really work either. Yeah. And then some do both. Don't or it's like singers when they act I think too. he does both really, really well. I just think he does both really, really differently. Sure. Which is really fascinating. Yeah. Uh, so coming in for uh, number five for our case here, I, I'm kind of eliminating some of the things that he just did cameos in. So we'll go yeah. for the top five that he's actually did, uh, that he was a significant role in the film. So his number five, Friends with Kids, came out in uh, 2012, $2 million for its opening Didn't weekend. Did not see I this I actually movie. like this movie. I think that there, I mean, I, it's, not, it's not a go-to rush to see it movie, but I think um, if you want to watch some, some comedians do some really nice, really... Uh, uh, zoomed in acting that's what you're going to get with this movie it's hmm. still funny it's still silly but there are some moments where you have like you know these yeah they're they're all comedians it's an indie movie they're mostly comedians but they're doing some really 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 just like mm-hmm. good human work and that's what I thought was really good about this movie nice mm. uh, number four for him Million Dollar Arm from Disney I didn't get to it but that was one I was interested in seeing yeah. did not see this yeah movie. I wanted to see it too but I also did it I mean inspired by a true story yep. uh, 2014 made 10, 10.5 million it's opening mm-hmm. weekend I didn't get to see that one either. Uh, number three for his was The Town. Ben that Netflix film there from Warner Brothers came out in 2010, $23.8 million. Did he have a big part in this? He played the cop in that one. Oh, okay. That was trying to uh, crack Ben yeah. Affleck and all of his, uh, his little it. hooligan pals. Yeah. That was there. a good movie. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, then number two, uh, Bridesmaids uh, from Universal came out in 2011. Amazing. $26.2 million. Didn't like it. Amazing. Explain. 
It's not funny. It's um, the awkward comedy, like the let's just be people in awkward situations like the and laugh at them. Like, I didn't see that one. You know the com- with the okay. Lisa Kudrow so Yeah, I, I, uh, I also have I also have an issue with with things. and every joke should have been ended twenty minutes sooner. Like when they're doing the toasting scene, mm-hmm. just just end it. Loved it was it. not funny. I think I there are think some parts of this movie that are really, really good, and then I totally agree with you with a lot of this. Like people like loved this movie. I mean, I think the wedding dress scene was awesome. Right. You know, I but I there but was there, so much. But Kristen yeah, Wiig is parts, so hilarious. Thank you. Uh, yeah, I but there are definitely know. parts of it where it's just like it's so hard when it's like she's so down for the entire movie. It's like I, it's it's exhausting. It's almost I just but nothing. It's of, I didn't Wiig, think it's any. Almost no, like you can't even take her being down. Oh seriously. wait, that was the one we talked about. The one scene I thought was funny that nobody laughed at is when they're having the weird carrots conversation and then he gets her the carrot cake as, or she gives him the carrot cake as the apology and nobody remembers that scene. But I'm like, that's funny because it was a callback and it's a reference. Mm-hmm. And that was funny because you're like, do you remember that? <laughs> nope, that's the only part. It's <laughs> oh, all right. Harry, that's not why we're watching this movie. I know. But there, uh, there were it's parts just, of it. I mean, it's drags. From, just drags. I mean, when she's on the plane and she's like, Stove's not a name. <laughs> it's an appliance. That's not my name. No. My name's Steve. There were parts of it that I thought I were really it. great. But I, again, I agree with you. I have a really hard time, like the show The Comeback, where it's really, really hard to be on oh, board with her. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. Because she makes everybody around her so miserable, and it's hard to laugh at. And that I do understand. Oh, and he has the best line in that movie. Hey, sex buddy. Uh, <laughs> oh, does he say that? I just, uh, uh, Alvin, uh, Alvin is with, I, yeah. can't, I can't tell if he's with uh, Quint or Carrie on Bridesmaid. Uh, Jennifer does not know yes, how to most, edit a comedy. It's super overrated, I felt. And then, like... If people are like, oh, it's all female comedy, which I'm like, hey, that's great too. But like, Pitch Perfect, I thought was great. Like that one, I thought was hilarious, and that was the like an all female. The first one, first one, first yeah. one was great. Second, second one, it. I could take her leave. And at the same time that came out was um, she's out of my league, and that was at, out at the same time as Bridesmaid, and I thought that one was hilarious. Wait, with Jay Baruchel? Uh, the, yeah, and T.J. Miller, where he played the they played the arrow. that came out the same time as Bridesmaid. Movie is hilarious. It is. It's so good. It <laughs> I came thought out that movie came out like. Ten years ago, no, came out at the same time. I worked at Blockbuster. And I, I also like anybody who's like, like that movie. Bridesmaids. I'm like, but you, have you seen this one? It's but better. honestly, put T.J. Miller in everything. Yeah, actually, except for Big Hero Six, that was weird. Yeah. So anyway, <laughs> uh, so it looks he like uh, Jack just, yeah. yeah, they fester exactly. The jokes fester. Ooh, I like that word. That's supposed yes. to be the funny thing. I think. Yeah, it's just. Uh, no, I'm with you. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not saying. Get him to the Greek was the one that was so like very annoying. Of let's put people in awkward situations and laugh at them. I didn't like the movie. And you're like, that was Wah. a rough one. Yeah. No, because well, I think we talked about. I talked about it before. Russell Brand worked well. Just Thank as, you. As, as, I don't, as, I don't as, like as, him. Just a little bits and pieces yeah. as a focus. Yeah. Too much of him is, yeah. is not a good thing in a exactly. film. Exactly. And uh, coming in for number one for Mr. Ham. The Day the Earth Stood Still mm-hmm. from Fox came mm-hmm. out in 2008, $30.48 million. Mm-hmm. I remember being excited about this film and then watching it and being like, eh, I, I, I know for a fact that I, I, I saw it, one. but I'm having a hard time remembering much about it. It was Keanu Reeves. Mm-hmm. Keanu Reeves, when he's an alien or something. Yes. I, yeah. No, I missed that one. I did see it, but I'm. I really can't. Th- I really can't recall anything, which I think that says a lot. Yeah, yeah. It was, it was just. I watched it. and I was like, eh, all right, thanks. Yeah. That was it. Like me, me. Uh, well, and so that was our, our little top five uh, inspired by one Ugh. actor. There, we're getting ready to talk about our box office bet. Uh, in fact, Alvin, thank you so much for keeping track of the votes kind of flying uh. around in here as we're as we're getting ready to do our box office bet. Start chiming in now. See if the votes change. But right now, it looks like we have five votes for Medea. There, <laughs> Lord help us. Oh, see, and one I didn't Jack like Step Brothers either. Uh, but would you take it over Bridesmaids though? 
No. No? Okay. But I know people love it. I'm just... Mm, it's not a cup of tea. was a good movie. All right, so we're going to do our box office bet. Uh, guys, start chiming in on the, uh, on the chat. We're going to be betting on one of the following films. Boo, A Medea Halloween, Jack Reacher, Never Go Back, Keeping Up with the Joneses, and Ouija, Origin of Evil. While you cast the remaining votes here, so far, as I said, uh, five votes for Medea, one for Jack Reacher. While you guys continue to vote for a little bit, we are going to do our top five predictions for next week's box mm-hmm. office. Uh, Richie Sky, you want to chime in what you think next week's box office top five is going to look like? Okay, sure. I'm going to say at number one is going to be Jack Reacher. Mm-hmm. Then number two, I'm going to say Keeping Up with the Joneses. Number three, I'm actually going to say Boo, A Medea Halloween. Hmm. Number four, I'm going to go with... Interesting. I'm actually going to go with Ouija, Origin of Evil. And then I'm going to go with The Accountant. Interesting. So everything else on that top five currently is getting bu- bu- bumped, mm. and except for I the think account. so because I mean, listen, they're already kind of low at this point. So I just feel like they're going to yeah. just mm-hmm. slide on All down right. the scale. Interesting. Uh, just a, a couple of figures there. Uh, Jack Reacher in 2012 opened up to 15 million dollars, and Masterminds with Zach Galifianakis, who does play a role in Keeping Up with the Joneses, came out in September, 6.5 million mm-hmm. for its opening. So yeah, it's there's not many. There's not many comedies out though so I mean I think this one looks better than uh, uh, Masterminds with him and Kristen Wiig oh see that trailer too I was like nope I wouldn't mind seeing this did you guys ever see The Joneses with David Duchovny and Demi Moore Oh, uh, where they're uh, they're trying to sell people on stuff. Yeah, made, it's like, interesting. This movie, Keeping Up with the Joneses, kind of looks almost like a cross between the Joneses and Mr. and Mrs. Smith. <laughs> so we're gonna have to see how that does. Mm. Yeah. All right. So Carrie Lane, uh, what are you thinking? Uh, I I'm kind of siding along with Richie over there. Uh, I definitely think Jack Reacher will be number one. Tom Cruise's easy box office pull and first one was really cool. I like the first Jack mm-hmm. Reacher. So yeah. I like to, um, in terms of like promotion, I mean, I just, I mean, they've like, done a lot of yeah. promo. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, number two, maybe I'll switch up something just to be different. <laughs> I'll go with the accountant. Uh, number three, Medea, because this one's too, like, since there's so many, like, there's a certain crowd that's going to go see it, so. Uh, I don't know what the crowd is exactly, but, just, yeah. but also fans of just that like movie. a little bit of. I mean, okay, so first Jack Reacher said fifteen million, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. These Medea movies have not made than less less than twenty five in their opening weekend. Yet. Yeah. So, so I'll go three, right. uh, and then Jones is four, and Ouija five. I think they'll bump out the other stuff, and then Ouija's done a pretty good job of advertising as well. Mm-hmm. They've had a pretty yes. long. And there's not campaign. many comedies, so then maybe Keeping Up with Joneses has a chance. Seeing that little girl in her jaw, like. Oh, it, uh, yeah. I yeah. actually think that. Love it. I, think, I think Ouija is going to do really well. I have yeah. seen crazy and it's more promotion. getting closer to Halloween. Yeah, so. I think you guys are underestimating Ouija. Right. Oh, well, then let's then uh, you speak show your us, mind. Yeah. I'm putting Quit Ouija scaling. first. Ooh. Ooh. Oh, my God. Big Spender is Big back Spender. at it again. I'm going to do Ouija first. I think that movie is going to do right. really, really mm-hmm. well. Also, horror movies have just done so well in the last couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, I mean, how? I mean, again, like Conjuring Two that just like hung around forever. That was really good. And yeah. so I think that I'm gonna keep. I'm gonna. I'm gonna go with kind of the trend that I've been seeing. I'm gonna keep Ouija first. I'm gonna do this Medea movie second. Medea. Medea. Boom. Boo. Again, another Halloween movie, but these numbers mm-hmm. are just crazy high sure. for these movies. So we're gonna go Boo second. I'm gonna do Jack Reacher third. Accountant. Keeping up with the Joneses. 
Right. Oh, interesting. You interesting. know, I, I love the way I, you shook it up. There. I just, mm-hmm. I, but I wanted to give you like my reasoning. Like I'm no, not it's that good to hear crazy. It. No. Okay. You know, I, I I find myself siding with Quinn on this one in terms of Ouija. Oh. Yeah, I can see Ouija number one. Look at that. I'll yeah. go Jack Reacher number two. I man, I don't uh, want to. Uh, I'm gonna go. Uh, uh, oh, interesting. I'm going uh, Ouija, Jack Reacher, the accountant. Uh, I guess I'll. Oh man, I'm gonna. I guess I'll go boo and then keeping up with the Joneses. <laughs> you do not sound so confident Listen, in your decision. It's so funny though. I would not mind having to go see any of these movies. I, I would the Medea movie. Mm, yeah, yeah, I'm with you, Frank. Uh, no. But you know it's what? I've never seen a Medea movie, so maybe if I have to, I think be the because time. there if might you, be a if reason. If you've never seen a Medea movie, you might actually enjoy the movie. Yeah, maybe because oh, it'll be fresh. You know what I mean? Because it'll be fresh to you. But like, yeah. I've seen pretty much all of them, so it might not be that fresh to me because uh-huh. I kind of know what's going to happen. But no, I like you know. horror comedy, but I'm like, eh. I don't know. I don't, I, I don't know. All right, so that that's going to be our top five pick, but it looks like, uh, oh, what are we looking at here? Thanks I, for keeping voting. Voting is still open, open here, but it looks like it's uh, five for Medea, one for Jack Reacher. I don't think we're going to get any other late votes. I think the the, the, the chat room is kind of sense the temperature of the head. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Knowing that we're not that jazzed about Medea. They're like, yeah. And I do not blame The island has spoken. you got to learn. Get out of here, Richie's cat. You got You're the worst poker face on all of us. Come on. <laughs> six Medea, two Jack Reacher. I mean, all look right, at it. Let's so just call it. All right, so we are doing boo mm-hmm. a Medea mm-hmm. Halloween. <laughs> yeah. So there you go. As the box office bet, as it always works there, folks, the person who's closest to the actual box office gross <laughs> of that film opening weekend wins. Wait, one closest? Wins. So they win. So that's they win like glory. Yes, the glory. Oh, okay. Yes. I, we're not doing the farthest away. Has oh, yeah, to we see? Are. Oh, okay, I was good. Yeah, so the person who's yes, farthest we're still away. Playing that game. Okay, yes, that's what I'm like. Is... Whoa! I hope you didn't change up things that much. While no, no, no. no. Of course, the person who's <laughs> farthest away from the actual box office grows. <laughs> they lose. Thanks, so we'll have to go see this film. Thank, thank you, uh, Alvin, for keeping a track on the voting. I very much appreciated. So yes, Carrie, Jack Reacher's going to be in your own time. No, no, I'm with Jack. Jack uh, the Medea movie looks terrible. Oh, yeah. Oof. Oof. Yeah. Eight yeah. mil Medea. That's low, low, low. Oh, low, yeah. Low. All right, uh, so. I think I said it. Where did you put uh, it? All right, so four. as a loser of last week, Quinn reserves a right to go last Thank for this. Thank you very much. Oh. Uh, yes. Uh, there we go. So uh, I guess, you know, she's been back for a little while. So uh, she's been gone for a little while. Carrie Lane, we'll give you first crack. Uh, I guess I'll put it at the bottom. Um... I think I said fifth. I don't even remember. I just said it. Uh, Twelve. Oh. There's music. Oh, all right. Twelve million dollars for Boo a Medea Halloween. Uh, All right. <laughs> that Richie's uh, guy? Don't all Richie's speak guy? at once, guys. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going last. She's got to quit I earned the right to go last I have a because I failed. I'm fine with it. All right, go ahead, Richie's guy. I'm going to go with 18. 18? 18. Wait, 18. 8 or 18? 18. 18. 18. I think okay. that sounds more right. Okay. <sighs> all right, uh, so we've got uh, 12. Yeah, 12. 18. 12, 18. I. Uh, you don't want to see this movie. You're going to go somewhere in between those two. <laughs> Man, I. God, I so don't want to see this movie. I feel like I could. Just you put take... it? Didn't you put it way up there though? No, I put I put it down at number four for me. Oh, I think it's... I was four or five. So yeah, yeah I'm like, I was yeah. like three, and that was a reluctant four for me. I and I feel like I was Ooh. just I was bound to a little public pressure. So uh, uh, 
All right, my man. Uh, somebody mentioned fifteen million in there. All right, I guess I can go. F I'll go fifteen. Okay, fifteen. I All put right. it number two, so I got to put my money where my mouth is. We'll go twenty. Twenty for Quinn. All right, this is a pretty good. Good spread. Yes. Yeah. Fifteen, eighteen, and twenty. So look at that. Pretty hot betting going on here. I can't hope wait. So far over. <laughs> I should learn by you now. You should have said sixty again. We'll be all looking on the internet next weekend and be That's like, right. ah. But you know, though, I am going by the numbers. I this is this is uh, I have done my research, and that is how I chose that. All right, Alvin, support okay. backing me. Alvin, thank you so much. <laughs> I appreciate that. Uh, let's keep your fingers crossed, everybody. Uh, we'll see what happens here. So, uh, ladies and gentlemen, that's going to do it for this episode of Box Office Breakdown. But as always, like us on Facebook. Mm -hmm. Give us those five stars on iTunes. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. Thank you so much for everybody for hopping in the chat. We really appreciate it. Thanks for all your advice. Alvin, thank you very much for keeping track of the voting. Uh, if you want to continue the conversation even with us, even even with us, just with us even after the show's yes, off the air. How about that? Get that sentence structure correct as we wrap up this episode. Richie Sky. Where can they find you? Sir? You guys can stalk me on Instagram and Twitter at DJ Richie Sky. And you guys can find me online at Carrie D. Lane and on Facebook at Carrie Lane Actor. You guys can find me on Twitter at Quinn Skillian. You can find me on Instagram at Quinstagram. And you can add me on Snapchat at Quapchat. Uh, and <laughs> uh, Sky, Spatter, Sky Patterson saying, keeping up with the Jones' $30 million uh, opening weekend. Come on, Sky. What are you talking about? Oh, my no God. No way. Uh, and me then, uh, Media Shack wants to know, do they get to come with you uh, next week also? Uh, honey, date night it's with a Quinn. date, baby. <laughs> uh, Jack Harrington going low for $6 million from Six? Dia. Jack, we'll see if you're right or if one of our panel is correct. Yeah. And uh, we'll find out who will be seeing Boo with the Halloween next week. Please don't let it be me. We'll find no, out right. all that and more next week on Box Office Breakdown here on Popcorn Talk. We'll see you then. See ya. From producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire Popcorn Talk Network, we would like to thank you for tuning in. For questions or comments, be sure to visit popcorntalk.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of the Popcorn Talk Network. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of the Popcorn Talk Network or its owners or principals. 